Good Monday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller, and this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. Thank you kindly for joining us on the I Love Seville Network in our building, the Macklin Building on Market Street in downtown Charlottesville. Today's program is absolutely dynamic. You, the viewer and listener, can shape the discussion by asking questions, leaving comments, and sharing perspective on any of the feeds or social channels you're watching the show upon. We're very grateful for your viewership and your listenership. We give props to Keith and Yona and Yes Realty Partners, trusted advisors in the game. And this um, ever-changing real estate market, we very much encourage you to trust professionals with experience that have been doing this for a significant period of time. Judah Whitcower is the director of this fine and fair talk show. My friend, Judah, who's got the patience of Job. If you can go to the studio camera and let's welcome the panel of Pros Pros. Keith, another fantastic assembly here. Thank, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. As Jerry said, this show is dynamic, so drop some case studies in the feed. Drop something in the feed. You got any questions for the Pros Pros here? I like to call this Lessons from Legends. So we've got a couple of legends <laughs> sitting at the table. Um, Maybe I'm a legend in my own mind, but these folks are real legends on it. So we're going to give them a moment to introduce themselves. We're going to start with S. Lisa for ladies first. Introduce yourself real quick to the world, S. Lisa, and then we'll move over to Matthew. Well, hello, world. I am S. Lisa Herndon, current president of CAR, the Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors. My term ends in 2014, and then it will move on to Ann Burroughs who is currently uh, president-elect, and I am happy to be here again for the second time. Yeah, we're going to be talking Green County. You guys are native Green County. What is it? Green Countyites? What, what's the proper term? Green, Green County, County Inns. Inns. Green County Inns. Inns. Look at that, huh? So, Matthew, tell the world who you are. I'm Matthew Woodson. And you play a lot of golf, apparently. <laughs> we're with uh, Nest Realty. We uh, have an office in Rutgersville. Um, anyway been home since the beginning of time and uh, have stayed active in the community and really just like to talk about Green County and direction and that stuff. Now, I would like to say S. Lisa, as I always knew her as Lisa, as we grew up together. I don't know him. <laughs> High school. You don't know him. Will you know we're all graduates? Yes. yes. Fantastic. Green Dragons. I Same was, year, right? I believe I may have just been an eighth grader or something, ninth grader, but you, I'm only 30. How well, old are you? you? I did not. You never asked a woman her age. Are you crazy? Of course Matthew, not. Matthew, what the heck's wrong with you? Well, I was I just opening. I was going to let her lie. So we're gonna... Oh, well, okay. Let's move on, folks. So we're here to talk about Green County today, and I'm excited about it, getting Green County, getting the perspective of housing and the real estate market from locals, right? From folks that were born there, raised there, do business there on it. Um, so, you know, we're just going to really kind of take a deep dive into this. Um, poor Judah, God bless him, um, has got inundated with a bunch of slides from me earlier this morning. So, <laughs> Judah, thank you uh, for being patient. Uh, but we're going to start off with slide number one. So, real, real quick, overview. You know, prices have been climbing in, in Greene County. Everywhere. So, yeah, but just, and specifically in Greene County, but just between uh, 2019 
And today, we're 44% higher than we were in 2019. So 2023 is 44%. We're at 372,000. 2019, which is pre-COVID, was 258. That's 144K higher than it was in 2019. So you guys are at 372 on single-family detached, no new construction. Did you ever think you were going to get there to this number in Greene County? Jump in, guys. That's Lisa Hurden. Show is yours. It is definitely um, a high-priced market right now. And um, quite honestly, it's just trending where every other county or city is trending, quite honestly. We see growth everywhere. Prices are not coming down. Prices are generally staying the way they are, and that is, of course, due to inventory. There is an inventory shortage throughout the counties, throughout the cities, throughout the entire nation. That is the biggest conversation that we as realtors are having with our clients. Great answer right there. I well, think We're uh, going to take a deep dive into inventory mm-hmm. and a project <laughs> in Greene County, but Matthew, chime in, brother. I mean, just to echo some of the things Lisa just said, I, you know, We've seen this everywhere. Mm-hmm. I do more in green than, than say, Fluvanna or, or Louisa, but uh, certainly watching the numbers. We're not insulated uh, to what's happened uh, everywhere. And, um, you know, in looking at some of the inventory numbers, and, and I know you have some slides here, but, uh, you know, 30 may actually be, I, I see on your slide here, it says we have 30. That may be actually giving us a few because some of those things that you pull up are even properties that are in our MLS as being shown properties for sale but they may be for business use because they've not been zoned or whatever so really for the last eight months uh, year week over week uh, we have shown somewhere between 24 and 30 homes on the market that would range anywhere from, let's just face it, the low of now maybe 250 mm-hmm. at yeah. the lowest up to, you know, above a million. And when you're looking at 25 homes in a small community um, outside of, a, a you know, jobs, people wanting to move here, government in, uh, infiltration from NGIC, we just, we just don't have the housing um, that, so, that we need to keep up. And, and that being the case, it... it and there's not anything out there. I, I can't wait 20 years for, for some studies on supply and demand uh, to see you know, what that does. We don't ever seem to know until later, right? Well, that's so, kind of the nature the way of it is, stats, right? We don't know we're in a recession <laughs> until eight months after you're past it. So. so slide number eight, if you don't mind, Judah. So currently in Greene County right now, single-family detached, no new construction. There's 33 homes available. That's as of this morning at 6 o'clock. There's 30 pending. Mm-hmm. So basically, as soon as something's coming off, it's it, 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 something's something going on. on. That's yeah. correct. It's come, coming off. Have you guys ever seen inventory this low? I mean, the number may have been lower. When, when did you? I came agent? in in 2011. Okay. So I just missed the Great Recession. Yeah, I didn't. But miss I, it. Still uh, I, it. I, I still felt it. I still felt it. I still felt it. Yeah. Yeah. That was uh, in in 08. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, it is, it is, I, I talk about this with, with folks just in general for years of watching this data, you know, and our common number of active homes on the market, not in these numbers, but maybe more back to what you saw in 2016 uh, or before was, was, you know, 60, mm-hmm. 60 to 75 mm-hmm. homes uh, in the spring market. 
Um, during the downturn in 2009, we actually got up into the 120 homes on the market range. So, I mean, 15 years makes a huge difference in, in um, you know, direction, um, how fast your community is growing. Uh, it's not things that you can always turn on and off right. per se. The markets dictate it. You know, we try to direct it, but um, anyway, don't want to hog it. No, no, it's, this is a talk show. We're supposed sure. to talk. So that's, 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 how we, that's how this works. So um, uh, new construction, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, the volume is a little low, but you guys, and that's slide number five, Judah, you're at $433,000 for a single-family detached versus the three seventy-two, which is existing. So that's a 16% difference between new construction and, and roughly 61000 are you guys seeing folks going to new construction now out in Greene County because they can't find uh, existing homes? Is that starting to percolate a little bit? You know, you really got to, it really depends. It really does. It depends on who's in the market looking and what they need, their needs are. I'm currently working with um, clients looking at new construction in Green, um, and it's not a lot of choice. It's not a lot of choice. But then I'm also having the ones who can't afford the new construction because they're coming in at a higher price. True. But um, it depends on what you're what you're looking for, quite honestly. What are you finding, Matthew? Yeah, I mean it's but mostly existing. I, and I, I was looking through your sheets. Um, let me find the well, one if, that was the you most. See something wrong? Jump no, out. No, no, no. It was absolutely <laughs> right. I was uh, just to to, to talk about uh, our point Would in you new construction. Only, and you will see in 2000 and, and go back to 2016, 2016, we had 28 new construction. That's what I wanted to ask you about that. 2017 was 30, 2018 is 17. That's, that is new construction homes, mm-hmm. and that was mostly one-offs. That would have been in the rural community mostly, and yeah. A1, where there was probably open by right lots, kind of by thing. right, yeah. you know, cut off two acres, ten acres, whatever you want. Um, that was what we saw really up coming out of the, um, really coming out of the, the downturn in 2008-9. It's a great recession. And it took years. 2019 and 2020, you will see a huge jump. Uh, and 63 homes over year to year from 2018, and then 47 in the in the next year. That is almost single-handedly uh, one development uh, behind yeah. sheets. That, yeah. that, Which would be? Um, oh gosh, it just it just Oak. went right out of my head. Yeah. Um, Oxford Hills. Oxford Hills. Yeah. I wanted to say. Yeah, Oak I know Park. it had an Oxford O in Hills. it. Oxford <laughs> uh, you know, it was it was it was already on the books. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it, it was in a moment in time where there was nothing, and someone decided to develop it. And because there was nothing, quite frankly, I, in, in my years of discussing with developers and builders, uh, you know, there was a good seven or eight years where no one was looking to do anything, not trying to develop anything. It was just such a uh, slow market that um, you know we're we're now reaping. What happened you know, over that eight years of no construction? Oh, boom! Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. it's all of a sudden, we have existing zoned properties. We actually have existing properties that have been zoned and laid out. Maybe they don't have the the actual plans to to build, but we know what's going to be there. We just don't know if it's going to be a year from now or has the appetite for development oh, in Green started to? Uh, 
You know, how would you characterize it? Now? I, I listen. I, you know, it's one it's of those things. Water, I'll, I'll answer that question. Not sure. Okay. Yeah, a water mandate. We just did one the last thirty-six hours. Oh well, I'm going to try to stay. Yeah, it did lift on the 14th. Was it? Right. 14th. Yeah. It seems mandate. like that appetite for development is starting to slow. Is that fair? I think that's true almost in all areas, quite honestly. I think um, developers, builders are being a little cautious. They see buyers, some buyers leaving the market um, because the homes are not as affordable. This is a pretty high price range for green. It really is. And it is slowing some. Uh, we've seen a little decrease in it, but probably around about a 1% decrease, but not a lot. And that's taking the, some buyers out of the market. They can't afford it. Think about inflation. Think about interest rates uh, hovering around uh, just under 7%. So all of that comes or, into question about who's double, out there or buying. Or double your payment yeah. from, from two years ago. Exactly. Some buyers no longer can. qualify. Well, that's qualified that. But I'm going to push back ago. this, Lisa, a little yes. bit because I'm, 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 in, I'm in the world of <laughs> of developers and builders and all that stuff, they want to build. They can't. And so if you take a look at slide number nine, so what that is is that's a national um, statistics uh, from the, the census, which talks about the construct new construction. And we refer, refer to it, and we coined uh, Neil Williamson coined. Neil Williamson's term. watching. He's giving S. Lisa Herndon props, and he's slinging some content about the Firefly and Harley-Davidson and Wawa project. There you go. Projects on the horizon over right. there. Content slinger, Neil Williamson. And, and Enterprise Forum. Neil didn't right. throw anything towards me. He no. He did. <laughs> he gave me he, he did. He said, keep it in the Good short morning. grass. Good morning, Neil. in the short grass. Yeah, so, so they want to, but they can't. Right, and if you take a look at this 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 uh, graph, we were, and depending on who you talk to, Dr. Yoon, Dr. Steravent, whoever, we're somewhere between five to six million units short sure. nation nationwide. Mm -hmm. But if mm -hmm. you take a look at that red year, we call it the time of great unpleasantness in my house, uh, uh, and and that was coined by Mr. Williamson. Uh, we we referred to it as the time of great unpleasant. We have a plaque. This uh -huh. is the time of great unpleasantness. Okay, uh, <clears throat> you know that's what happens when you lose everything you have during that process. <laughs> But we've finally just got nationwide up to the average that we've been, we've been building. And I'm telling you, that's going to drop back off. I sure. believe so, too. And that's going to drop back off because you can't get projects approved. Mm -hmm. So the stuff that have been, Which, we're building now, we're stuff that takes three to five to six years in the pipeline just to we'll rezoning site yeah. plan. I tell the story all the time. The first development I built was 150 lots at Lake Monticello. It's called the Acres, Central Water and Sewer, Curb and Gutter, VDOT Roads. By the time I put it on the contract, got it rezoned, got site plan approved, and put the bulldozer on the job site, it took me six months. It is now six years. Mm -hmm. And so this ramp up where we're eating through this inventory, and S. Lisa, what I think the builders are doing now is they're backing off because they don't have inventory, lot inventory. But, but also, sorry, it also is more, ex the builders are also feeling the pain from the interest rates as well. well depends so, on who the builder is, so right? So they right. have, it, it's costing them more to build homes as well. That's also a part of that conversation for builders as well. It's part of the conversation, and I've got my trusty third grader, third, three-year-old scale here to I mean, talk about. he literally has a... To, to talk about... Three-year-old it's, it's for three-year-olds three -year and up. I'm qualified to use this. Thank you okay. very much. Uh, but the reality of it is, and at some point we'd love to talk about this project on, on how it uh, didn't move forward as a PUD, but it's moving forward as a by right, which is not beneficial 
to your county, unfortunately. Uh, but in any event, uh, you know, if we do not figure out a way to get more new construction built, the builders are going to start dropping off, right? The units, so this pivot over to that, and it's only going to make the inventory that much harder. Other than building, guys, you're the pros. What, what can be done to change this inventory crunch that we're in at the moment? Well, I don't have my crystal ball with me. I left that at home. We actually have crystal balls. I literally have crystal balls. I I just have to go with the floor with him. (laughs) But of course, I mean, it's the same conversation. Let's lower interest rates, right? Let's lower interest rates, put some buyers who've walked out of the um, buying pool and put them back in there. And let's encourage sellers. So you think it's interest rates? Interest rates and encouraging sellers to put their homes on the markets. Okay, if I sell my home, now I'm in the same position as the buyers were. So I'm just as vulnerable. And give me a good reason why I need to put my home on the market right now. Yeah. Give me a good reason. Because I'm locked into that great 2.75% for me. Why would I do it? Why would I do it? Besides, unless you have to divorce, death or downsizing you need to because of health reasons those are some of the reasons or jobs you're relocating right so i think she's a thousand percent right 100 percent right but, but it's, i want to throw in is is going through COVID though at the same time even though rates were two and a half two point seven five three percent it was a frenzy I, it, it was a frenzy and it wasn't even even if you were getting it three percent didn't mean you were going to get the house because there were six oh, other absolutely. contracts four of them cash oh, yeah. so and i will talk about my ignorance in yeah. a bit i i it's i've never realized maybe just how much cash was was king? sitting on the sidelines <laughs> that was uh that during COVID. it, it was I, you know it felt like that I'm going to say a number, but, you know, 60, 70 percent of everything we were, were, were cash deals, cash deals. Yeah. That is not most of our buyers. It is exactly. not. And we'll take a look exactly. at how many in the last year were cash buyers. And, sure. you know, Jerry can quote the um, Zillow. The Zillow survey said rates need to go between five and five point five percent. For those of us that are on the sidelines with all the equity we have in our homes, mm-hmm. but the golden handcuffs of sub four percent rate. of American homeowners have an interest rate below 4% right now. So for those of us that have, and it sounds like it's all of us here at this table, (laughs) have an interest rate below 4%, Zillow's survey has said that it has to drop between 5% and 5% for us to put our homes on the market. I agree with her that if it gets to the 5% to 5% range, Mm -hmm. my wife and I have a serious conversation. Let's list our house, let's capitalize on this equity, and let's consider what we can use with this equity That's to buy right. something else. Yeah. But why would I do this right now? I mean, I just looked at the 30-year fixed. The 30-year fixed FHA, 7624. 30-year fixed VA, 7635. 30-year fixed Jumbo, 8 and change. Why would we touch that? And what I'm, you know, I'm just going to throw it on the table. What I'm worried about is when it happens. Because now we're going to go back well, that's what Woodson said. It's going to flood. It's going to be flooded. So what does it look like to you two guys? I, I think 6% it starts. I think we I should, if it starts I think getting so. going. Hey, I can 6%. remember getting my first. Yeah. Yeah. My first I, 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 I was six I and eight. my dad who would love to talk about 18%. But, 
But I, I got my first uh, loan in 2001. At six okay, and, I'm at, it, was, it was six and five eight. I definitely know people who got in at and, 21%, and they're like, you're being crybabies talking about well, this I, interest I, I, rate I, right I, now. I, my I first one was six and an eighth, and I was happy to get it. Six and five eighths and thought I'd gone and gone ahead. Right. It's that psychological trigger right. where people have to get used to this new interest rates. It's not going to come down anytime soon. And they still have to be we, able to afford it. Of but course. But they will start to jump into it when they feel like, okay, this is the new normal, right? 100%. This is the new normal. And when you get around the 6%, I think we will see some increase. And people in the market. I think well, the other part is, though, is uh, uh, the consumer side, right? We're sitting here talking about what we have to go to meetings for. And, and on the consumer side, I mean, I, if I had a nickel for every time someone said, I'm not going to do it right now, I'm going to wait for the prices to come down. Well, well the prices, <laughs> how much money have they lost? It's not there you right go. now. Yeah. There there you go. It's right. exactly right. Because they're just locking in another year of lease. The lease is going to go up, depending on the landlord, anywhere from 4 to 10%, and they just get in this vicious, vicious cycle and you, you of renewing and renewing and renewing. home right. to buy, try to find a rental home. And, and <laughs> but even more so, that's where the experts come in. That's where the realtors come in, where you need to work need with to the professionals. You 100% need to speak regularly with your lender and your agent to make sure you're making the right decision. Waiting might not be the right decision. Well, it depends on everybody's personal Absolutely. fiscal situation. So I asked Judah to put a, a, a rent medium asking rent since 1988 to now it's slide number 13. It's red and it's ugly, and all you have to do is take a look at it. It just climbs up. So rent will keep on climbing up. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So when you have a conversation with somebody, I'm waiting until – it's I would rather have somebody say I'm waiting for the interest rates to drop than absolutely. I'm waiting for prices to drop. Because it's not right? going to happen. Not uh, with 26 homes on the market. No. But, and if they were going to drop, this would be an ideal time for it when buyers are stepping away. But because of the inventory factor that's in it, it's causing those prices to remain strong. You may see some dips in some areas, but overall we're still in a very strong real estate market. Oh, I think this real estate market is fantastically strong. Well, I 100%, 1,000% agree with S. Lisa Herndon. And then what's going to happen, I keep emphasizing this. I was shocked when the mayor didn't know this. He's my friend, but he didn't know this. Paul Manning Biotech Institute, two to 3,000 new people coming in with yeah. six-figure jobs. Data Science School, two to 3,000 new people with six-figure jobs. Incremental people, new to the area. Louisa. Amazon, $11 billion. They're talking four to 600 people, six-figure jobs. Where are these people going to live? Yeah. What are they going to do? Okay. Where are they going to live? Seriously, where are they going to live? Where is six to 8,000 new people going to live? That's a lot of times how gentrification starts. 100%. 100%. Because well, they're going to have the money. Yeah, so yeah. two things are going to happen. And, and this is a, it was interesting. I, I, I've been reflecting on the... Planning Commission meeting that the city did uh, for the um, rezoning, and it was interesting. It was great to see a bunch of young people get up and speak. Mm -hmm. But if you take a look at the for and against, I've been saying this on the show for a while publicly. I think fine money will split people apart, but generation. There's going to be a generational split here because I'm the boomer in the at the table, <laughs> and I was at 18 percent, sir. So that tells you how long I've been at this. You were right there with his dad. I was right there with his dad. I was nine. 
So, I'm sorry. So <laughs> in any nine event. years old. Not his interest rate. Nine years old. Nine years yeah. old. That's this many, right? That's right? I got the toys. I can figure this out. Yes. So, but, you know, and that was a hundred and... Yona corrected me. I said 150. It was actually a $125,000 purchase. Mm-hmm. Yona's always right. Uh, it was 120. So it was 18% at a $125,000 purchase. And I can assure you, we were not making the same amount of money as we are making making now. But we refied it multiple times and did very well on the end of it. But look, <clears throat> somehow or another, we've got to get this inventory going because what's going to happen is the boomers. And if you take a look, a lot of your cash buyers, they look like me. They're old. They got gray hair. And then the younger folks are trying to get a loan at 7%, and they can't. Right, while they, debating their um, student loan issues. Which That's starts in October. That's right. That's exactly yeah. right. That's going to be yeah. a huge impact. So talk about that, Esther. Absolutely. Um, it's going to have an impact. And actually, it takes some buyer, young buyers, out of the market yep. because it's calculated when they're doing the inter- the, um, Which the loan. Afford. Yeah, yeah. The affordability factor in the loan. They calculate that in there. So Buff, it, they take, I think we learned this from Scott Morris, they take 50% of it. So if you owe a dollar, it's 50% of it is basically shown as income. You know, your DTI, your debt-to-income yeah. debt ratio, and it's usually yep. impactful. I, I, I find- Average student loan payment is $200, 200 a month. I, this is not going to only impact uh, millennials and Gen Zers looking to buy real estate. This is going to have an impact on the American economy. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to take $200 a month of spending power out of the economy and allocate it to student loan payments that were otherwise frozen for a long period of time. So the, that. I agree. Plus what we learned, from, I learned when I was at the CEO conference from Dr. Sturrevin, that 20% of, of, of our gross domestic pot, product excuse me, is uh, from our industry. From the housing Absolutely. industry. Absolutely, yes. So You guys are yeah. rock stars. Yeah. Well, we just, you know, everything that we do in our ecosystem kind of touches everything, right? Absolutely. In it from buying furniture. To appliances. My, our daughter who just moved from Seattle over here is going to visit us this afternoon with our young granddaughter, and apparently we're going out to buy furniture. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So there you go. And I was told to watch the kid. So that's, Did she that's, bring in a crystal ball? No, no, we got the boys that are coming. She's seven months. I'm afraid to do this because she's probably going to beat me. So I've got to practice a little little bit more on that. What you were speaking about is the domino effect. Everything touches, and when one falls, it just impacts every single thing. So I've been, I've been, and I'd love to have your guys' feedback on this thing. Um, I've been, there's two things that I've been talking about, and whoever would listen to me. One is I think we're five to ten years out, probably closer to ten years before inventory rebalances itself. Uh, see how you guys feel about that. And then secondly, you know, the neutral market historically since 1880s when I was in the, started the business used to be um, about six to seven months. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a very long conversation with Dr. Lisa Sturvent about this, and we're both came down that neutral market is closer to three to four months. This is the this is the amount of inventory absorption rate. Do you think that's permanently changed, guys? In order to have a balanced market, a more balanced market, we always say six months or more 
to create a more balanced market. I I heard you say this before, where you think it's more like thirty days now. Thirty to forty-five days. Thirty to forty-five days. Uh, now? And I'm being a, I'm being you know somewhere between three to four months is like being very conservative. I think we're closer to thirty to forty-five days. So when we start watching days on market, and this is something I'm tracking a lot. Lately, DOM is starting to creep up. It is very it is. much so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. I mean we were in that uh, cra- crazy frenzy for years of if it was. Three, four days, five days, people are like, what's the matter with this property here? It got scarlet lettered. I'm starting to see DOM uptick over seven right now. And it's crazy to say over seven is creeping up. But it's just yeah. since the pandemic, we've been trained to think like That's, two, three, four, five is the norm. That's right. exactly so, right. So if you don't mind slide number four, Judah. So 2016, the DOMs, they, these are median these are DOMs, right? These are not average. Was 47 days. We're now at seven. But we've been at six for 21, five for 22, seven. And these are January 1 to today, year over year over year. Uh, But take a look at 2020. 2020 was in the middle of the pandemic, uh, was the pandemic. Uh, We were at 31. But you were kind of balancing between 2017 and 20, somewhere around the 30-day mark, plus or minus. and I, and I think once you start getting to that, that's when you're going to start seeing the market switch. That's a huge jump. I, well, it's two, two pieces to that, right? Mm-hmm. One, we, we have too many buyers in the market that need to buy, and now they're being closed out after not being able to do things for years coming out of 08, 09, 10. By the way, I know everyone, it seems like that was so long ago. For me, <laughs> it, it, it feels like yesterday. Um, but we fought through to to what is I, I get my point is is I was going I I don't remember what a traditional market was because I came in in 0405. It was one of those times where I used to jokingly say all you had to do was be able to draw breath to be able to sell homes. I mean, yeah. it was crazy, uh, and it was even worse in this this new. I thought I would never see anything like that in my career again, um, and so it went from extremely hot to someone who had had his license for three years uh, to just falling off the map. Extremely scary. New construction stopped. Uh, homes in general just stopped. And so, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12. And I, I would say maybe we got our sea legs in 13, you know, where we started to see a little bit. But even looking at the data that we have here in Greene County going back to the 90s and, uh, or further, um, you know, I don't know that it seems that far off from what we have done, we have hot spots and cold spots, like in any market. Um, I just can't say that I've been doing this for 50 years and can say, you know, here's what's going to happen because it's it's just so odd. Well, that, that I've been doing it for 37. Yeah. Well, actually, 35. I lied. 35 years, and there are factors happening. E- each market has its own flavor, right? Right. Each, but this is a unique one, right? Mm-hmm. We, we've never really had this three percent, which just basically, you know, put people in boxes that they can't get out of, right? Because because they can't afford. We are having Yona and I are having conversations at kitchen table with people that have to sell. Right, they're having mm-hmm. a divorce, mm-hmm. unfortunately, or there's a death and the house has to be sold, right. or they have additional children and they can't stay in the home, and they're in tears because they can't buy, they can't move, and they feel strapped. And you know, this three percent has become a bit of a 
weight around their shoulders. At this albatross, point. if you Thank you, albatross. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saving me, Jerry, as you usually do, because uh, Smith will just babble, and then Jerry pulls me back in, and that's that. But so, so tell me about that conversation at the kitchen table, because I'm looking for some advice. I'm trying to figure out what it's to talk the, to these yeah, folks about. It's the same thing as with um, our buyers, and, you know, I mean, you, I tell them you're not going to win on both ends. If you've got to sell, you know that now you're in the pool with the other buyers. Sell high, sell high. Yeah, that's a, either you're going to benefit by selling, but you're going to be impacted when you start to go out in that market and try to find something. And is this the right market for you? What do you absolutely need? Are you willing to now go to a fixer-upper where in the beginning you were looking at new construction? So what are truly your needs versus your wants? I think you, you hit a, good a point. Uh, is, is I talk to a lot of folks and clients about, you know, it's not a house, it's a quality of life, you know. And sometimes if you, if you have, we've, we've seen enormous amounts of, of, um, of equity, you know, and sometimes with this, whether you believe it's real or not, it's real when you get out. You're talking yeah, paper, when you paper money. money. Yeah. Paper money. <laughs> yeah. You know, but if you get out and you're, and you're able to put that into a new home, even at a higher interest, let's say it gets back down to five and a half percent, but you have all this equity, and all of a sudden, you you know, maybe I add five years to what I have to pay out, but I, I you know, I put this equity forward, I have the same payment as I had before. However, my quality of life is I'm closer to my grandchildren, right. or I'm closer to work, or whatever that case may be. And I don't think that sometimes our clients and it's our job to drill down and say, you know, what is what is your real move what is your reason for moving? Right. You know, but that's that's what we are. We see a lot of um, government contractors uh, on the north side just because of, of NGIC. I mean I don't mm. the National Ground Intelligence Center right, is, right. you know that is not going to stop. Uh, particularly since with Albemarle County. Especially yeah. since Albemarle County has just purchased uh, what do you make of the bears watching the program here? Kevin, I'd put you in the bear market. He's watching in Northern Virginia. <laughs> he says there's got to be some kind of correction. He says this is not the norm. He says if we keep doing this, the entry level is going to be pushing six to $700,000. No one can afford that. You believe? Esley's a Herndon. Show is yours. Bear perspective here. What's your response to that? I, I, I do. I do feel that there is going to be a drastic correction. Really? How it shows up, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, but something With has values? got to break. Something has got to break. Because no one's going to be able to sustain these prices, get in a home, and go about their lives. Something has got to break. And historically, something always does break. Something is going to create, uh, and, yeah, I get it, I, I and it may involve the government's input on this. It may involve that. The government may have to. Let's pick, that, up. Let's pick that apart a little bit. I'll okay. let you finish. Your, finish your, the government may have to step in and reduce these interest rates. Inflation is looking pretty good right now, right? I, I think it's I think. <laughs> The rate that they're showing is overinflated. I think we actually have less than what the number they're showing. But that's okay, it. so maybe it's just trending. Yeah. And it really hasn't caught up quite yet. But I, th I do think that something has to break in order. It's not sustainable. It's really not. You want to jump in there? You think values you know, are going to plummet? I, you think I, I, I don't disagree. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I do believe maybe, yeah, is there a correction? I don't know that there is a steep correction. I, I have always been more of the slow... I'm not slow. The soft, the soft landing, and uh, you know, hmm. I, I, you know, and I think that it, it, every 
locality is going to be a little different. I mean, Green County certainly can't absolutely. be compared to Buckingham. Absolutely, absolutely. No, no, no offense to Buckingham, it's just further said, it's just yeah. a completely yeah. different area. So it's, you know, I, I think even talking to family sometimes is, you know, we get in our own cocoons about this is the way we want it to be or the way it should be, you know, and, and we don't look at the bigger it's the same problems they have in Louisa. It's the same problems we have in Fluvanna. It's the same problems we have, and it's it's getting whether it's new construction or whether it's getting existing existing stuff out there. It's going to take time. I don't I don't see it as being a, a, a cliff per se. Certainly, I think there's going to have to be some, maybe some drop, uh, you know. But but that's not going to happen as long as drop as long as inventory is at 26. Uh, it's not. I, it, it's interesting to, to think about people don't. If we don't want people, we don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't, we don't want people moving in. They all want to be here for the same reasons we're here. But they're yeah, moving fantastic in. Fantastic. But they're moving in. The right? area, Jerry's whether it's Green County, whether it's Louisa, you know, just the history and the beauty and the. I mean, people want to be here. Jobs. We're it, victims it, of our own success. Uh, this people yes. do want to uh, yes. move here. One hundred percent. I mean, we, we could be the invert, right? You could be. You could be up and pick a Danville. You could be where people just are, you know, want to leave because there's no opportunity. I'm not saying it, Danville. I was going to pick it up. Danville is a Caesars. Caesars casinos are making a comeback. Danville is going to be a rock star. It all takes time. It all takes time. I don't think that there will be a drastic change in price, but will we start to see prices come down? Absolutely. And that's because of buyer demand. Buyer demand is so pent up. That it's going, they're stepping, they've already, we've already seen how they stepped out of the market. If inventory doesn't grow and rates come down. Start. I mean, people were expecting because buyers were out of the market that prices are going to drop. They are not dropping. And that key part of that is because of inventory. So words matter, right? So so, um, I look at this as a deceleration of price, not a depreciation of price. Right, so we're not going to raise at the double digits because I think by the end of this year, uh, and and I'm and I'm uh, Jerry, I think is going to be spot on. I think we're going to see substantial, low, like somewhere between eleven to fifteen percent overall increase in in value. We're looking at it right now. year over year. We're looking at it year over year right right now. At I got to look at my notes. I think I said nineteen percent, but whatever. Almore County Car Report was eleven. Q two Q two year over year eleven percent increase in value. Eleven yes, percent. Right. Mm-hmm. I study your report inside yep. and out. I print yep. it out. I read it closely. I love the report. So I, I speak on the report absolutely. Yep. So by the way, I just took a look at what has sold in Greene County year to date. Single family detached, no new construction. Out of one hundred and thirty four, thirty three were cash. Mm-hmm. Fifty were conventional. Uh, 27 to VA, and I think you guys usually win on the VA because side. Yes, uh, it's a high, because, yeah. because of that. Yeah. But yep. look, so the market, I'm not an educated man. I don't have a degree, so but I do have a little bit of street smarts, right? Let's so, put it to work. Been there, so, <laughs> so math doesn't lie, right? The we have 60 million. Mm. Math can be manipulated. Ma- yeah. <laughs> Statistics all the time. Yeah. But we're going to give you the yeah. benefit of the doubt. Go ahead, Keith. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I apologize. I'm old, right? <laughs> Statistics you, can be manipulated. 100%. You're welcome here. Anytime that you can feed good stuff my way. So we have 60 million boomers in our country. And what are we doing every year? Dying. So that number is decreasing. We have 170 million Gen Z and Gen, Gen uh, Millennials. Excuse me. 
and they're all coming into their buying at the same time at, the same at, time. at a rapid rate. Yes, we're we're getting smaller. They're getting bigger, and that's why I keep on going back to this is going to be a generational problem, right? Not a money problem. This is going to be a generational problem because they're going to be getting these six-figure jobs and don't have any place to go, and they're going to start pushing the people at the entry level that are really trying to get in out. And yeah, those, that's what I was saying. Gentrification. It's yeah. And unfortunately, your county turned down a PUD that would have provided housing affordability for some of your residents, and that's not going to happen now. Um, and it's all going to be new construction at $450,000, and uh, I think you and I would agree that's not entry level. No, it's not. Well, not it's, for a it, lot of people. Apparently, it's, it's median price for Green County, yeah. though. I mean, so it's it, let's, let's talk about it. It's still median. 372. Uh, I'm so sorry, for new construction, for new construction, sorry, for new construction it's, it's a little right. lower Looking than that, that for, for, for existing. For, why don't I? Sixteen percent. I'll be the for the sake of a talk show. I'll be the guy that pushes back against the development. I understand we need inventory, and I understand we need housing. I'll push back on development. Just had a Green County water mandate lifted. Mm-hmm. We had some infrastructure issues clearly when it came to the water. Mm-hmm. Charlottesville now Morrow County can't get the kids to school and hold lot time on buses. Not enough teachers. True. Traffic congestion everywhere. Schools are overcrowded. They need to build new schools. Is the infrastructure there to support development? That's what the scale that is. That is one hundred percent part of the conversation. It should it be is right. One hundred percent a part of the conversation. Yep. And are people willing to pay for it? And are people willing to pay for it? Now, the the excellent point. I'll, I'll say this for those of us that are asking is infrastructure there to support the development and pushing back on the development we do have to understand it's going to be taxes on our homes and our personal property that's going to keep these jurisdictions afloat so we are going to have to take more money out of pocket if we will, we don't want the development to happen we have to just take that and understand that but you know I'm a, it's a quality of life right? quality of life They're I got a five-year-old and a, and a ten-month-old absolutely so we're very much considering my wife and I schools and buses and teachers and 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 quality of life for our kids in the schools. So that's important to us those are the deep dive conversations that we have with our clients knowing your wants versus your needs right so your your deep dive was into that divide we'll talk about developments in Greene County as a whole um, it, it, we, we do have some approved sites um, that are, and that is some of the About 1,800 lots. Right. And, and some of those, and, and quite frankly, I, I did go get some notes together. <laughs> you know, it's, whether it's, most of these are all Ruckersville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's Wood Park um, that was 600 homes that it was just rezoned from senior mm-hmm. residential uh, with a portion of, of senior residential emphasis, um, which is going to be. So that would be targeted. That would be targeted, and that will be on the east side of Ruckersville on 33, for those who don't know. Um, there's Creekside, which is on the Pretty Creek Road mm-hmm. um, uh, a portion that um, back behind Sheets. You know, there are some other entrances that are going to be put into yeah. there to alleviate some of the traffic. Um, but, you know, that's, that is 850 homes. That, now, that is detached and attached. Mm-hmm. Um, that was done back in 2013. Yeah, they should be coming out of the ground. It will. This it, time and it next is. Year. So these things are what's good. This is the what I would say has been the hold right. from the 08. Things happen. The markets get get hot enough that, that the developers finally see the, the reason to move. Um, 
Anyway, I'm going through a bunch of these, you know, that, but what, what is important, I think, that kind of in the same thing that we just talked about in Standardsville, there have been very, very few sites that have been rezoned that were not already some type of residential zoning from, and, and here's the thing, from the 70s, from the 80s, yeah. these are old zonings, right? They are bigger lots. They, they require uh, things. So the particular one that you're talking to, and, and if you look around in almost any community, no one is going with a lot of the older zonings. Part of that is because maybe it's a mixed it, it, it use. PUD is, is what, what allows for some of these things. But it does, it will allow for, in some cases, some retail, some things that offset some of the housing. Pricing. Um, mm -hmm. But it's also cleaner. It helps us to, uh, to cluster homes so we can have more open space. So you can still have the feeling of being in a rural area without, without it just being bulldozed over, houses just being popped up. You know, uh, you know, one every two weeks or three weeks. I uh, also wanted to point out that in, during the 0504, Green County was extremely hot at that time. There was a lot of um, uh, optimism about the direction of the county. We were working on a new sewer plant going back to the early 2000s. We were trying to figure out how to pay for those things. Um, and we were just like many developers. Green County made a, made a point to say we need to work and on infrastructure. Uh, one is because our infrastructure was old, but, who but gets, also who pay, five. Who pays for the infrastructure? The infrastructure. Um, Local tax dollars. Yeah. No, well, no, 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 no. The developers. developers. You're talking well, proffers can be yeah. something that, that that they come in and say, "Hey, we'll pay for this, or we'll pay for that, or we will donate this." Well, uh, back in those days, the proffer law was different. Right. Was well, well, it was called a legal bribe. It was. <laughs> Well, but not back. You know, but no, and it is what it is. It was okay. a bribe that was allowed by law. Correct. Correct. Um, now it has to be freely given. Now it has to be freely given. And, and I think most people get that. But in a lot of these projects that are, are are being looked at or have been approved, and sometimes it's not, you know, is this good or bad for the community? In a lot of cases, I think it's good, and they're. There are folks that, certainly in my community, that think that it's bad. Um, I disagree. However, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think we're all, I've been involved in this for a long time. It's not what is behind the next door. It's behind door number three and door number four. I've watched this plan, comprehensive plan after comprehensive plan, to say this is where we want to go. And it seems like nationally, not just in, in Louisa and in Fluvanna, you and I get to talk about this often, it, there seems to be an emotional piece of this that 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 data doesn't cover right? so i talk and, and about this around the country in every it is it is very it's emotional for folks and and i get it someone who who, who was born in emotional or in and i still live in a rural area and i would be the first and i'm sure i'll get some blood you want God's i don't country. want i don't want houses in my backyard either right but, it's, but, but you these do want are, them in the growth designated but i want them area. in the growth areas i want to see the town be vibrant i want to see ruckersville be vibrant we are a small landmass county we as anyone's ever heard me speak before public we don't have a airport we don't have a waterway we don't have you know, we have tourism, we have mountains that are never going to go away. It's not a big business that's going to go away. But you're also a bedroom community. We are a bedroom community who is striving. Um, I, I think any board member would tell you that we are striving to become not a bedroom community. We would like to have the education 
for the jobs that we see coming. You mentioned some earlier mm -hmm. from Mr. Manning uh, of these are high-tech good jobs, but also with all these high-tech good jobs come more expensive housing because our area becomes higher income. So, S. Lisa, one of the reasons I was excited about talking to you guys today, and I've been said this publicly for a long time, uh, for at least this last year, I used to think Zion's Crossroad was going to be the next growth area, but it's green. Green County is the next Crozet. Uh, you know, you have roughly 1,800 lots platted, ready to go. They're in the process of getting developed and, and built. And as a long-term resident of, and a, a born there, how do you feel about that process? Seeing the um, seeing green start to Broke. grow, mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I want to see it grow. I mean, who doesn't want better education? Who doesn't want um, infrastructure. More, more infrastructure? Who doesn't Water. want um, more commercial opportunities in the area besides just Rutgersville, right? Grow the entire county. So I would say, back up, just not to say the entire county. Our comprehensive plan has says that we want to grow along the 29 corridor. And it says that we want to grow in our county seat, where our schools are, where our court system is, yes. where our, you know, it, it, it's where the day-to-day -day happenings are. And, and, and quite frankly, as someone who has lived uh, there, you know, to watch what has happened there over the years. And I'm not saying it's all bad. We have also had a... a I don't want to say robust. It's been slow and steady, but a revitalization project for the town of Sanersville that has yes. has helped slowly. To, it is slow. It's been slow. Street six, seventeen, was, yeah. 17 yeah. years that mm -hmm. has had very little. Uh, you know, we see things on social media and things. I mean, there has been very, very little money put put in by the localities. It's mostly donated from from um, from from citizens. And then match by VDOT to help improve our our, our townscapes, um, you know, building renovations. There, there, there's been a lot of things that we've we've tried to get the town to be revitalized. And part of that was this was a little bit, you know, for me, uh, you know, and my, I have a job. I'm not a developer. My job here was I represent the the the. the property owners so so let's this. be specific we're talking about a project by the uh, uh, in standardsville in standardsville mm -hmm. that so let's let's put some some uh, specifics to it mm -hmm. it actually was approved in the town of standardsville which which they can do 120 townhomes that's correct it was not approved in, in the county in the county so it was one project that was mm -hmm. split into two pieces because of because the town is incorporated so other people know they have a different ordinance than the county so this, correct. They this have went a different from the board. town and and flood and comes into the county so let's let's pick this apart a little bit here so that particular piece of property is a unique piece of property i want to tie it to jerry's infrastructure comment here in a minute where i think the the county missed a great opportunity. Um, <clears throat> so uh, right now, within a six-county jurisdiction, the only buy-right piece of property that you can get 500 lots built on it is this parcel in Green I know. County. I know. Every other, because of this 1970s, 80s ordinance, and because it's in the growth, in the growth area, right? Mm -hmm. So what has, what has happened, because the county rejected that, they're still going to get the same number of units. But the proffers that the, that the um, developer Developers. did, they were going to build an entrance on 33. 
They were going to upgrade the water oh, system. Wait, hold on. What? Oh, we need to go to the. Uh, oh, we're on the way. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, got to make sure I you tell the truth. I should have gave enough of the yeah. thing. This is oh, Smith playing with his toys. Make sure. Move the camera. Smith playing with his toys. Okay, Smith's playing with his toys. So this is a balance. This balance right now is 500 lots, right? Mm -hmm. The right-hand side is by right. The left-hand side, depending on how you're looking at it on the screen, uh, is what the developer was going to do. So back to Jerry's comment about infrastructure. So the developer proffered to build an entrance on 33. The builder developed to upgrade the water and sewer system to solve at no cost to the county to solve the pressure problems because if they don't have a capacity problem, they have a pressure problem they have to do. The developer uh, proffered to build a new pump station to benefit the town, right? The developer proffered in a park that was going to be dedicated to the county. The pr developer proffered, what else did I miss in here? Oh, that they were going to build certain amount of homes at a certain price point. It, like, the price escapes me at the moment. Mm -hmm. that? And the problem with that is all of that went away, and the county now gets to pay for all that. Because now, if the, if the county wants a new entrance, the developer's going to charge them. But what you're missing on that scale is what the populace wants. That's it. So that's the populace of Greene County it. is electing people into office that don't want these projects. So let's define populace. There was 22 people that showed up. But showing up is different than Seven. who you elect into office. Okay. So, True. But, I agree. But it's an, I agree with that, agree. and that's fine. Just because you show up doesn't mean that's not what the community wants. It's who you vote for. So I am... The voters said, I want this person in office, and this person is voting based on the people who voted him or her I agree 110%, and I support that. Defended it's called it. democracy. I got it, and I believe in it, and I <clears throat> defended our country to do that. Um, but what I'm trying to explain is, is the people that voted against it didn't understand what I just explained. Because what they believed, they probably understood. They, I think they, they do. do. I understood. Do think that they have a, they just well, have a different that perspective a on different the growth of the community. There it is. Yeah. She just said what it is, yeah. well, and it's just unfortunate. And it's not what you necessarily want to hear. It's just the folks understood what you're saying here. It's well, they I, voted based on the people that voted them so into I'm gonna, office. I'm going to push back on that because they, what they were saying in the public comments was that no development was going to get built. That's what they were saying. And I want everybody to understand there will be a development built there. There will be 500 homes there. Mm -hmm. There will be 120 townhomes. The only difference is the county is going to pay for any improvements from this point forward. And if everybody's kosher with that, then that's great. The system worked. But I can assure you, Jerry, because I was in the room at the time, the people did not know. They believed that if this was not approved, that it'll go away. It'll go it away. would go away. Is that, mm -hmm. is that a fair statement? I should probably say, and this is a, you know, you got a lot of people watching you guys here. Just, just give me a heads didn't up. didn't just start. You know, we, we had been entertaining um, prior to this. This We were looking at another development less than 18 months ago uh, on that same property. That would have Thank been – and, and what did change that particular one wasn't needs. It wasn't cost. It wasn't – it was interest rates scared the, the, the buyer at the time. Yeah. And, and they said, hey, we're going to back up. We're going to wait and see what where this goes so with before, this, before we move forward. In the meantime, I, so what I felt like was quite quite honestly was a better project than what what we were probably looking at eighteen months ago, and was excited 
for so, so we're two to three years out before a single house is available. And, and I want to bring up a point of the O four five six. Um, if we look back in that time frame for Greene County, and I hope that, that my data here is correct, we during that time period we, we did two what I would call major zonings, and that was for Holly Hill, yep. mm -hmm. which is built out. Everyone knows where that's right on 29, mm -hmm. uh, just at the southern portion of Greene County. Um, and then, and this is really probably one of the bigger pieces that I, I'd like to explain, that was because there was not infrastructure readily available. If you going back to say 03, 04, we did those because we had the new sewer systems and that's how those things began. Before that, you had Hancock Farms. You have, mm. you have mm -hmm. um, Octonia Highlands, you had Guilford Farms, you had, um, and what I'm going through here, just for those, I won't go through the whole litany of lists of things. All of those were A1 by rights. So that's the difference. And that's the ticket. Yeah. So what happens is, is these clustering of homes in the designated growth areas that we hope to direct housing. By the way, housing is going to happen. It's just how do you want it and where do you want it and how do you plan for but it? But this specific. But in that case, I want to go back to those. Only today, it's 2023, there are still leftover lots in Hancock sure. Farm. Sure. There are still leftover lots in. Um, only now are we seeing a few of those being built on because the market's changed. But my point was, we don't have a crystal ball. You could, you could start this and be done in three years and, and something happens. And God only knows. I'm not being, I'm not being a Debbie Downer here, but I, it, it is. It is but I wanted to stay factual, right? Yeah, so, sure. so most rezonings, right, if they don't get their density, they don't get the PUD, it goes back to, a, to like five lots, right, in most of our jurisdictions. In this case. Green County. Except for Green County. Mm. In Green County, and it's a unique zoning that Absolutely. is not seen around mm -hmm. this region, that, that the fact that the PUD failed did not remove the fact there's going to be 500 That we have what is one of the most liberal A1 divisions. And I'm not, by the way, I can see people jumping up and down right now because the folks that typically don't want to see growth typically don't want to see it in the rural area, right? And But what we're going to do is by not approving these things in the places that we want to see the rural direction to go, yeah. the developers have nowhere to go. But You're seeing that farms, in my county? The, by the farms in the You're rural talking area, sprawl. It's called sprawl. Yeah. And that is what we had seen up until we really started working our comprehensive plan. Green County needs to decide where what it wants to well, be because our, our comprehensive plan says we want tourism. It says we want uh, growth in designated areas. Employers and jobs. Employment and jobs. Yeah. And employment and jobs don't come without educated, the, the, the right education, which our schools try to work with as far as what's going to be in our areas and things like that. But I think what upsets, what concerns me the most about this, they're going to get the houses and none of without, the Without none of any the of the direction. Yeah. None of the benefit. Okay. None of the Well, upgrades. what can come out of this is the value of voting. The value of standing up and truly understanding where your money is going there you go. and not just sitting back and saying, well, I can afford to sit back and not vote. Elections matter. Elections matter. And that green is going to change. And there is a strong voice that wants to see all this new development in rural areas as well. And the not in my neighborhood is going to be pushed out. 
it's going to be pushed out. Is it going to be pushed out over time? 100%. There so are going to, to be man. stronger voices coming forward for the Green County they want to see. Well, elections matter. Elections matter, and Contest we can agree to disagree because some of those older voices no. are going to be pushed out. Well, I don't want to say they're being that's my crystal ball. I'm going to go back. Great. We both well, are so family, with the older voices family and friends. That we, by the way, we still all get along. Yeah. I don't know why we can't on social media and things because yeah, I, you know I still have to go to meetings with people who disagree with me adamantly, but we're still friends. We still talk. We should be we because have, we're adults, right? Because we're, we're adults. <laughs> so, you know, it, it, that's probably the most disheartening piece of it. Is is you know I have a job to do, but at the same time, I, you know, I like I like friends. And, yeah, and being <laughs> like able to go too. into Walmart <laughs> and, and Rockersville or Lowe's with, without feeling like you have to duck around the corner. But it's, just, it's 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 it, it just was an opportunity to get the infrastructure fixed in Green sure. County, and yeah. it was missed. You see it, you understand it, and yeah. there are other Listen. ones that's sitting on the side to say, wow, yeah. this was a mistake, yeah. and we have to correct it. And how are we going to correct it? Who we put in office. Election Get up, be active. It was Don't sit back and complain way, about it, because complaining about it does absolutely nothing. Get up, show up, and vote. There are things that, like in any in our jobs, that we can't talk. There are some really that's not housing, right? But there are some really exciting things that are coming to Green County. Oh, absolutely. That, well, that, talk about that. What's huh? exciting? Well, some of them I can't talk about. Got it. So, <laughs> but to I tried. Lee, that's right there. I tried. Point, it is that it is. It's an exciting time. I mean, I, I just think that as a, as a county, we need you know our our, our elected officials. I need to talk more. Um, you know, make sure we're all getting the same information. Uh, I, I think that that sometimes is a, is a bit discouraging. I know them all. It's called uh, boots I, I do on the ground. Them all friends. I, you know, but unfortunately, we all find ourselves in these corners, and no one's talking to each other. And that's the sad commentary about where we might be currently. And I hope that mm -hmm. we can get past that. I hope. But that's that, what we do well. We do well connecting people. You guys people. are connectors. We connect yeah. people. That's exactly, that's exactly what we do. Yeah. You're the nexus of information, uh, realtors. I mean, in Green County, I think you guys, you guys are going to explode. I mean, you've got Rivana Station in Almore County allocating $58 million for 462 acres on the Green County, Almore County line. shut you down. That's what it said. Green I mean, County, we're going to shut you down. I, I, it's are going to send uh, all the government people, all the spies, yeah. all these six-figure jobs yes. to literally on your line. You got Almore County in the last Board of Supervisors meeting that literally said, we're not going to expand the development area. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep it at 5%. We're not going to expand it. That's another tailwind for Green County. You got 8,000 people moving here. Another tailwind for Green County. You got uh, government, you got UVA, you got data, and you got Almaro County Happening Development, and it's the county adjacent to Green. You guys are going to blow up. So, how long is it And it's take not you always, I'm sorry, and it's not always going to be those who want to go slow. That's why I said get out there, show up, let your voices be heard, because the county is changing whether they want it or not. It's happening. Well, you would hope totally that, agree but, with that. But you would hope that you could look at the comprehensive plan and go, "This is the direction. This is what I agree with." But the problem is, the problem is, is the not, some really of the individuals. Our, our so the numbers plan. are going to 
shake out this way. You've got about 1,800. There's going to be another 500. So you're about 22, 2,300 mm-hmm. new homes going to come up. Jerry, spot on. We're going to have a bunch of six-figure jobs come. This particular project. You guys got the housing, and the people are going to come to Green. Because Almore doesn't have the housing. Exactly. Charlottesville doesn't have the housing. Well, Fluvanna doesn't have the Louisa's housing. Now on Louisa's train. trying to figure out the housing. It's coming to Green. Green well, we already see that. We already see that with our, uh, our be, buyers. But they're yeah. going to be top ticket sales prices. A decade from now, Green County's like um, makeup or its demographic is going to be completely different. So, well, if we, we already see that. We already see the demographics changing. We see a different every day, right, mm-hmm. of, of the people we're encountering. And it may not be for, you know, Joe Citizen, who doesn't see these things, and, and emotionally, they don't right, want to right. see. Right, that's it. Is that you know, psychological shift? I moved here 15 years ago, yeah. and I don't want to see that field next door that's owned by Mr. Smith to turn into that. But you know, I do one, not own that property. It's by, <laughs> but, but it's by right for you know, even if it's A one, it can still do. You know, uh, we were talking A quickly lot. zoning, and and maybe Green County uh, citizens don't know this, but. Um, our zoning ordinance changed in the year 2000, yeah. 99, 2000. Uh, so anything prior to that, you are still your property rights or what your property rights were. Moving forward, there were lots of... of, right. of uh, Steve of, Ripley says the quote of the day so far was Woodson with, I like friends. <laughs> 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 I like friends too. <laughs> Steve Ripley giving him some props. We'll highlight some of the viewers and listeners. You guys had... Uh, a counselor in Charlottesville, two boards of supervisors in Almaro. You had a planning commissioner in Almaro. You had a couple of uh, electeds in green watching the program, a delegate watching the program. Kenny Gilbert giving you props. Julie Ballard, Ballard loves the discussion. Evan Mitchell, Tracy James Morris, Debbie Harris giving the viewers and listeners some props. S. Lisa Herndon's page, she's a very popular lady. She's got a lot of people giving she's her props. Uh, Tracy Faulkner. Um, <laughs> M-B-S-L-I-Q Scott. Uh, I think some of your family watching. Is it Allie Herndon? Mm-hmm. Family That's my yours. Daughter, yeah. Your daughter giving you props and throwing you the heart emoji right there. Bill McChesney watching. Two TV stations watching. One of the local newspapers watching. One of the local radio stations watching. Julie says this is fantastic discussion, especially with the election right around the corner in Greene County. There you go. Thank you there very you much go. for this. Um, Neil Williamson uh, slinging content. He says this, Green County's entire county is designated a defense production zone. The defense production zone designation allows anything from research and development to producing a defense-related product to the supply chain, said Alan Yost, Green County's Director of Economic Development and Tourism. Uh, Yost said that the state code allows localities to zone an entire county as a defense production zone versus only a section of a county, and that's what Yost asked the supervisors to consider. It's coming. Um, it's, I mean, Green it's County. Coming. And, and it's coming. That was, I, I wanted to throw that in because we're talking housing, housing, and certainly one of my passions is, is, is the economic growth of Green County. And what we've seen over the last few years, you know, one, I hope that I love going into Lowe's, I could spend an entire Saturday <laughs> tractor supply. Like, you know, it, these are the things that we've seen. I, that I know you on people the, on like your and, the other day. Uh, yeah, it could be, <laughs> could be, could be much better. Uh, you know, as you're going forward. But uh, to you brought up, uh, Neil did uh, Alan Yost. I mean, and that is part of, you know, with with people come. We want jobs. We want some offset. That is what Green County set out to do 20 years ago. Was to to not become a bedroom community, Charlottesville, you're always going to be somewhat, 
but we want job growth. I mean, it sounds like we, Green County to me better start focusing on some schools. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, the well, school that, improvement that, is, that is, is not like, going away, yeah. and we've all have sco- improved schools dramatically. But you're getting to the to the tipping the scale growth, here. Yeah, the yeah. growth is real. And again, this was an opportunity to have. So let's a, let's talk about that for a second. You, you can throw numbers. I'd rather you almost throw numbers. How much is a <laughs> uh, a, a water uh, a reservoir? I'm sorry, in pound. Oh. What's what's the, what's the number now? Well, it was it ten was, million, and then it was forty million. Then it was, and then it was sixty yeah. million. Well, they just lost ten million, so it went to eighty million, yeah. and who knows? It's somewhere probably between eighty and hundred million. But but this rezoning of this PUD, there was an opportunity to have a discussion to yeah. throw some money at the school, and that never well, came up. Yeah, and, and I'm still I'm still looking rejected. though. I, aside from that, is to look at the long term for for you know direction is that you know we want to see that economic stuff happened to offset the fact that we are going to need a school in Ruckersville. Um, like tomorrow. Like tomorrow. Yeah. That is not, so, and, and, but we've and, known and listen, that for a while. Know that we've looked at that. What is that yeah. today? $60 million? That's no low. I mean, <laughs> they, no somebody, well, somebody well, can write in and say what that number is. Buford, Buford uh, did a school reconfiguration. This isn't even a newly constructed school. It's essentially remodeling a school mm-hmm. that was $82 million. Fulvana. Mm. So we, we just did a, a remodel for, for two schools. Fulvana uh, built a brand new high school 12 s- to 15 years ago. Million. No, $72 million. And how are they paying for it? They're still paying for it. Would be my tax dollars. Yeah, they're, they're still paying for it <laughs> because they didn't. They didn't work on water. Ninety we, plus percent of Fluvanna County is funded by rooftops. Yes, mm-hmm. it's 96 percent. And that is what we are not. I mean, so, as real estate agents, I should say, or someone who lives in Green County, it's not all about housing. It, it is about the bigger plan. But we for, also determine twenty percent of everybody's economy is yes. is housing. You guys, you guys, this was fire. I mean, we should do this again. You guys are amazing. I mean, this is a fantastic panel. We do. We're at 1130. Yep. I want to get some uh, closing thoughts here. So my colleague over here is not scrambling for the next show. There's always the person behind the scenes that is, you know, doing a lot of the heavy lifting that we got to be mindful of. Uh, so ladies first, ask Lisa Herndon. The show is yours. Uh, closing thoughts. Any commentary you want to offer the boatload of people watching you here? You know, change is difficult, and when I think about green, I think about change, and I think people about the people who've lived there all their lives, and they're comfortable where they are, but change is coming, and those who want a different direction need to show up and vote, because voting matters, and that's how you bring about the change that you want to see in the growth of green. Well said. Matthew. Mr. Woodson. To me? Yes, sir. Show is yours, sir. <sighs> you took all my words. No, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Just kidding. I took words. <laughs> you know, we just talked about growth, 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 growth. And, and I'd like to call it smart growth. I'd like to see, you know, the plan work. Um, we talked earlier uh, about using quality of life. I, I hope for Green County, whatever direction we decide to go. You know, right now we've been mapping out a direction for 15 years. We've just decided apparently that that's not where we want to go all of a sudden. Um, but, you know, I typically try to follow through on the plans, and that's what I plan to continue to do and uh, hopefully bring quality of life to every citizen of Green County, not just the people who need housing or whatever their reason for coming to Green County is. And I'd like to say I, I was speaking with someone this weekend who um, – gave me an earful about the, the diversity in green. 
And I said, you can't tell me about the diversity in green. I was born and raised there. <laughs> Are and they I, saying the I, lack thereof? Is that what they were saying? Yes. Okay. And I was like, but that does not take away the fact that it is hardworking, beautiful, spirited people. And the county demographics is changing. The color of green is changing. But we have to so, be respectful for the people that are here. The absolutely. people that oppose this project yes. that I went through, because yes. I wanted to do that as uh -huh. an explanation, to Jerry's point, we have to be respectful for their wishes. All I was trying to do was oh, yeah. point out the facts that yeah. what's going to happen, right, unfortunately. Right. Unfortunately. It's still going to get built, it's still gonna but get built, it's yeah. going to cost the citizens more. Unfortunately. Where there was a developer that could have eaten some of those costs. Oh, so, substantial. But there again, my point, voting matters, right? Show up. Let your voices be heard. Don't let the uh, Board of Supervisors room be empty. Show up and speak. So thank you guys. We're, we're past yes, 1130 and these guys, fantastic. these guys work their tails <laughs> off to make this happen. So thank you, Judah. Thank you, Jerry, for making this happen. Thank you, you guys, for, for showing up. You guys for showing Use up guys. and talking about Greene County. Um, Look, um, well, I hope we can come back soon to tell you about the <laughs> oh, you exciting totally stuff come back. that is coming to Rookersville. I, I tried to put a seed. I was seed. Kind of thinking I tried S to put a seed in there. I'll be honest with you. I was yeah. thinking S. Lisa's welcome. I don't know about you. Oh, Woodson's <laughs> always welcome. I'll tell her. I'll tell her when it's well, time. Let me put right, it. Let me put it this way. You'll be my guest. You'll I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure S. Lisa's sitting closer one. to me because she's a lot nicer. <laughs> anyway, so guys, thank you very the much. The show was uh, fantastic. I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. Extremely well watched. The pros, pros here, guys. And and I want to correct something. The current president of Charlottesville Area Association of Realtors, right here, S. Lisa Herndon, ladies and gentlemen. Matthew Woodson, Keith Smith, Real Talk with Keith Smith, show archived at realtalkwithkeithsmith.com. Woodson's really trying hard to talk again over here. Do you see him? He's like chomping at the bit He's over closing. here. He's closing. Right, he's closing. chomping at the bit to talk. We, we really got to stop because we close. have to get ready for the next show. I do have that look. No. We got to go. Real talk with Keith Smith. You see what we're trying to do? We're just trying to have conversations like around a water cooler and just keep it respectful. We can agree to disagree. That's what this is all about. Woodson's really trying to talk right now. Judah Wickhauer is the director. That's all she wrote. The next show is up, guys, in 54 minutes. So we're really scrambling here. Thank you kindly for joining us. Take care, everybody. That show was excellent. He's going to tell us when the microphones and the cameras are off.